Awesome. Hadn't it been great to see our Hope for Kids team in our service this weekend, huh? Very cool. Well, this is a weekend of celebration, and it's about celebrating the 4th of July, and we're doing that together as a family of faith. And, but in the middle of the celebration with fireworks and hot dogs and hamburgers and all of that, there's a word for us here at Hope, and it's a word that really our team just helped to see through a drama. And the challenge that I want to give you tonight is simply this statement. Thinking about the 4th of July, the greatest responsibility we have is to represent Christ in our country. I want you to read that out loud with me tonight. The greatest responsibility we have is to represent Christ in our country. They used a verse in the skit a minute ago. I want us to read it together. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. Listen to what it says. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were making an appeal through us, we beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. You heard him use that verse in the skit, that word ambassador, that we are ambassadors for Christ. What does it mean to be an ambassador? If you look that word up in the dictionary, the word ambassador means a a diplomatic official of the highest rank that is sent by one country as its long-term representative to another country. There are really a few main characteristics of what it is to be an ambassador. Number one, an ambassador is sent from one country to another. Now, an important fact about that is to remember that the country of residence for an ambassador is not their home country. That's simply their place of service. Where an ambassador lives is not their home. It's just where they've been sent to serve. The second characteristic of an ambassador is that an ambassador comes as a representative of someone else, usually someone of a higher authority. It's very important that an ambassador understand that his primary concern is not his own interests, but the interests of the one that he represents. And then thirdly and oftenly, an ambassador is someone that's sent to bring a message Ambassador is sent from one country to another. An ambassador is someone who comes from to represent somebody else. And an ambassador is someone who normally brings a message. But remember what Paul said? We are ambassadors. I want you to do something. I want you to take your hand. I want you to point your finger out just like this. I know it's not polite to point inside, but it's okay, kids. You can do it right now, all right? Point like this, and here's what I want you to do with it. And say... We. Say it out loud. We. We We are ambassadors for Christ. When Paul said that, he wasn't talking about just the apostles. He wasn't talking about just the disciples. He wasn't talking about just pastors and missionaries. When Paul said that we are ambassadors for Christ, he was talking about you and me. So what does it mean that we're an ambassador? Well, let me give you three quick things, and we're going to be done tonight. We're going to have some hamburgers and hot dogs. First of all, if we're an ambassador, you know what that means? This world is not my home. Remember what we said about an ambassador? There's somebody that's sent from one country to another country. The place where they live is not their home. It's simply their place of service. As followers of Jesus Christ, this world is not 
our home. Now, one of the great challenges of living in such an amazing country like America is it's easy to begin to think that this is our home. As I travel around the world and I'm in places like Zambia and Zimbabwe and some of the countries that are very difficult, places like Laos and Thailand, I don't find that they struggle very much understanding the reality that this world is not their home. Their eyes are focused on a world that is yet to come. But in our culture, in our country, our country's been so blessed, sometimes it's very difficult for us as moms and dads and as boys and girls not to get caught up in this being our home. If we're not careful, we even begin to confuse God's desires with the American dream. Moms and dads, I want you to think about that. Have you begun to confuse God's desire with the American dream? Almost in Christianity in America, we've almost said it like this, God's desire equals the American dream. You can even hear that preached on television. There are preachers on television who would tell you that that Jesus died so you could have the American dream. So that you could have a a nice home and a wonderful career and a happy family with two and a half kids and a dog and two cars and a three-car garage. And that if you don't have that, it's simply that you don't have enough faith. And if you just have enough faith, then you could have God's desire for you, which is the American dream. If we're not careful, we get fixed on the world that we live in and we forget that this world is not our home. Paul says, you and I, we're an ambassador. This isn't our home. This is our place of service. We've been sent here temporarily. That's another thing about an ambassador. It's temporary. They're not there forever. Paul said it this way in the book of Philippians chapter 3. He said, our citizenship is in heaven. From which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. This world is not my home. I want you to say that out loud with me. This world is not my home. You know what I realize? The longer we live, we have less and less invested here. And more and more invested there. The longer you live, you, you, you reach that point where you have friends and loved ones and your treasure so invested there that you really begin to live with the reality, this world's not my home. The second thing that we learned tonight is that I am here as a representative of Jesus Christ. You see, not only is an ambassador sent from another country that's not their, this country's not their home, but they come representing somebody else. If we're an ambassador, who are we here to represent? Well, Paul said, we are ambassadors for Christ. You know what that means, right? My primary responsibility in life is not to represent the Pittman family. My primary responsibility in life is not to represent Hope Baptist Church. My primary responsibility in life is, is not to, 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 to represent Democrats or Republicans or, conserv- or, or, or independents. The primary responsibility that I have in life is not to represent conservatives or liberals. The primary responsibility I have in life is to represent the Lord Jesus Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. And especially if you talk about this in the, in the context of our Christian culture. 
Let's just be honest for a minute, okay? If we're going to take our church face off and really get honest this evening, often in the context of talking about 4th of July, when we start thinking about God and country, if we're not very careful, we can very easily fall under the banner of political agendas and let that become what we represent and forget that first and foremost, we're to represent Jesus Christ. That's the primary calling that we have. Listen to the way Paul said it. Paul said in 2 Corinthians, or excuse me, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, whether then you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the what? Say it out loud. Glory of God. Now, eating and drinking, that's about two of the most basic activities that we do every day, right? Every day we eat, every day we drink. If you don't drink water in Las Vegas, man, you're in trouble quick, right? These are two basic functions in life, two basic activities. And what he's saying here is it doesn't matter how basic the activity, I have a primary responsibility as an ambassador, and that is to represent Jesus Christ. It means that at my work, my primary interest at work is not making money or moving up the ladder. My primary interest is to represent Jesus Christ in His glory. Listen, my primary interest at home is not the comfort of my family. It's to represent Christ and His glory. The primary responsibility I have with my friends is not what they think about me. It's what they think about Him and His glory. I am a representative of Jesus Christ. This world is not my home. Here's the third reality and we're finished. I'm responsible for his message. This world's not my home. I represent Christ in this world. And I'm responsible for his message. Listen to what he said. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. And listen to the next phrase. As though God were making his appeal through us. Did you hear that? We're his ambassadors as though God were making his appeal. The word making appeal there is a word that means to call to oneself, to invite. The Bible says we're his ambassadors and God is inviting people to himself through us. How does he do that? Through that message. What is that message? Well, the next verse in the Bible tells us what the message is. 2 Corinthians 5.21 Paul says we're ambassadors, but then look what he says. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. You know what that is? That's the gospel in one verse right there. You know what the gospel says? That Christ did for us what we could not do left to ourselves. On the cross, Jesus took all of my sin and all of your sin. The Bible says He became sin for us. And on the cross, Jesus Christ died paying the penalty for our sin. But then He rose again from the dead, the Bible says. And the Bible says, so that we now might become the righteousness of God in Him. Here's what happened. On the cross, all of my sin was placed on Christ. And when I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the Bible says that the very righteousness of God... Now, that's very important. He didn't say my best righteousness. Amen? 
He said the righteousness of God himself, meaning that I become as righteous as the person of Jesus Christ in the sight of God. That's the gospel. That by faith in Jesus, I can be forgiven of my sin and given by God's grace what I could never have left to myself, his righteousness. Forgiven of my sin. Now, as an ambassador... There are a couple of ways that we share this message. Number one, we share this message by speaking. We share this message by telling other people the gospel. Listen, you and I should be ready to speak the truth of the gospel. I want to ask you a question. It's not meant to to make you feel bad, but it is meant to make you really contemplate. When is the last time with your mouth you talked to somebody else that doesn't know Jesus about Jesus. I don't want you to answer out loud. I just want you to think about it. If we're not careful, we spend all our time in ambassador meetings. Always talking to the other ambassadors. Because it feels like home. When we get around them, they're from the culture we're from. We, we, can, we can get together and we can hang out together, right? But we're ambassadors not to one another. We're ambassadors to the world that does not know Him. When's the last time with your mouth you talk to somebody else about Jesus? Listen, there are opportunities all around us. Sometimes God has to... I was at the, the 51's game last night. Sitting there watching the 51's game and it had been a long day as... Honestly, it's the first time I remember in 20 years of ministry that we've walked through four deaths in one week and spent yesterday in, in the home of three different, or around three different situations with grieving families. It was a long day, and so we decided to load up and go to the ball game just to try to, 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 to go and enjoy something as a family, and we're sitting there, and I'm kind of in my own world. You know, I've kind of kind of emotionally spent, and I'm just sitting there thinking, all right, this is gonna, I'm just going to watch the ball game, and this guy's sitting next to me, and he's talking to his girlfriend and her little boy and they're talking a lot and I'm trying to I almost feel myself in my seat I'm kind of like this you know just trying to be in my own world and do my own thing and I overhear him say to her you know those Mormon missionaries that came by our house this morning he said I wonder if that was a sign from God for us So I, uh, I kind of nudged him. I said, uh, you think it'd be a sign from God if you're sitting next to a pastor at a baseball game? <laughs> he said, you're a pastor? <laughs> and we talked for a little while about the situations in their life and Invited them to come. They may be here tonight or in the morning. I hope they do come. I hope they come and are part of our services. But let me tell you what it reminded me. God's always at work around us. And we're as ambassadors. It doesn't matter if you're at church, at Walmart, at the ball field. We should look for opportunities to speak the message of life. That's why we're here. But we not only are ambassadors and responsible for this message and what we say. We're responsible for this message and how we live. The whole gospel is the message of reconciliation. Hey, I was 
separate from God, but the gospel reconciled me with God. The gospel is the message of reconciliation. So as followers of Jesus Christ, as ambassadors, how should that flesh itself out in our lives? Let me tell you how it should flesh itself out. We should be reconcilers. You saw this skit a while ago. It was funny, humorous way to point it out, but there's a lot of truth in that. One of the ways we represent Christ is the way we handle our relationships. We should be reconciled. Why? Because that's the message. And we, we share the message not just with our lips, but let me tell you, we share it even more powerfully with our lives. Hey, listen, what's coming out of your lips is irrelevant if it's not coming out of your life. We're ambassadors. This world's not our home. We represent Christ in this world. We're responsible for his message. The greatest responsibility we have on this 4th of July is to represent Christ in our country.